Welcome here to Scandinavian Tennis Podcast. My name is Rune Thompson. And my name is Linus Eriksson. Here we will talk you through this week's most interesting happenings on the tennis tours. Vamos, let's go! Now I'm sitting here uh, for another episode of our uh, beloved Scandinavian Tennis Podcast. How are you, Rune Thompson? Yes, I'm very good. It's been a very good week for Scandinavian tennis in terms of results on the highest level. It's yeah, it could not be much better, I think. So we are very happy to to get going with this week. And we have a very interesting guest in the end. Yes, we have, uh, for 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 sure. Uh, but I think we will we have both juniors and we have seniors. We have a lot of results uh, this week, uh, but I have choose to start with uh, a title that came today in Sharm el Sheikh when Leo Bori uh, pulled off the win. Uh, he won his three last matches in tight three setters, quarterfinal and semifinal, seven six in the third set, and today the final six four in the third set set. And he, he in all the matches he lost the first set before turning it around. Uh, and we talked about Leo last week uh, about how much his his great uh, performance in Stockholm Open meant, and uh, maybe this was uh, was a sign that he uh, that it was um, yeah it was positive for him uh, with the match against Tommy Paul. What's your take on uh, Leo's week uh, this time? I mean, it's not first time we see him doing good in Egypt, uh, so apparently he must uh, like the conditions there. He also had a final in 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 Cairo earlier this year uh, in twenty five levels. So yeah, for sure. And I think it was a not a matter of time, but he was very close to to get his first professional title. So that's very good for for Leo and his team and for Coelho Academy that um, yeah that he has uh, this on. And I think he should keep going on playing futures more fifteens and uh, build up the ranking uh, and build up the game. Yeah, and uh, maybe he can uh, end this season uh, uh, inside of 500, or what do you think? Yeah, yeah, that should be possible. I guess he will play throughout to Christmas because, uh, yeah, he likes to compete and, and Sharm El Sheikh is, is having tournaments for the rest of the season there. So I guess he will play at least uh, yeah eight eight or nine more tournaments this year. Yeah, for, for, for sure inside top 500, he have no points to defend at all, I think, at the end of the year. So uh, that will be easy. For, for him so so good for Leo and like you said for for the team around him uh for for uh, for sure and uh, I think we can uh, make a quick uh, step uh, uh, to another title this week uh, with Nikolai Budkov Kjær uh, our uh, I think he was the guest two weeks ago uh, in our podcast and he actually won the the Masters uh, in the all Scandinavian final against uh, William Reichmann Vinciguera uh, have you followed the, the week, Rune? Of course, it's very good. He's been winning very, very <laughs> big and, and uh, yeah, how can you see, uh, the dominating in the results. So I think he was very, yeah, motivated and, and very uh, well prepared for, for, for this uh, master that has been, uh, yeah, a goal of the year for him, uh, as, he, as he told us. So, I mean, yeah, very, very positive. Um, I was a little bit surprised that um, Tennis.se hasn't wrote more about Williams' uh, very, very uh, good runner-up results here. Uh, Ooh, you're putting some criticism against the... Uh, no, no, I was just surprised that they didn't, didn't put any info. Maybe it will come because now I saw there was uh, some info about this Tennis Europe in uh, Cummins oh. and Goddingen's Priest. So I was expecting, okay, if they write about Tennis Europe, they should also mention him because he's only first year of 16, we have to remember. So, I mean, I think it's uh, actually a performance that is... Uh, maybe same level or even better than Nikolai's uh, yeah. if you have to take it into considerations about the uh, benchmark uh, yeah. for, for the juniors. You, you're, you're absolutely right. They, they, they wrote an article uh, uh, before the tournament and then they have put on Instagram, but, uh, but no real uh, news on the website. So yeah, we will see if that will, will, will come. Uh, and, uh, and I think uh, the Norway's, uh, Fantastic year just uh, continues uh, with uh, with Nikolai's uh, performance this week. It's uh, quite amazing, uh, I must say. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and we, uh, I think, talking about 
Norway, uh, it's it's not a, a title and uh, and maybe not so much special. But I I would like to to mention that uh, uh, just because we're talking about Norway, uh, we we have uh, Ulrike Akeri played in Great Britain singles for the first time in quite a while. She she won a couple of rounds. They were reaching quarterfinals, but we actually have another title for uh, for Norway when Viktor Durasovic. Uh, won the doubles title together with Otto Virtanen in a challenger. Uh, and uh, talk us through that, uh, Rune. You, you know that level more than me. I mean, I also know the guys. And actually, it's a very, very, how can you say, funny story that uh, the two single players, uh, Victor and uh, Otto, has found each other in a doubles team and actually been doing very, very, very good over the last uh, half of a year uh, on clay and now on indoor hard. Uh, been doing many semifinals in a row on challenger level and now they're winning the first title together. I think it's, it's pretty good and it's very, very interesting to see how um, Scandinavian uh, male players can uh, yeah, link up Mm. to each other because they are playing in the same club in Sweden. So I think that's very positive for Scandinavian tennis and maybe we could have more of that so we could actually stay stronger against mm. the rest of the world in international tennis. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we, we must also mention they, they in the final they beat Philip Berjevi playing with Tsitsipas and it's an amazing week for, for Berjevi as well, even if he, he lost the final. It is so, so impressive. And I mean, now before this week, Philip had never got through quarterfinals and doubles and challenger level. And now he's in his first final. And the funny thing is that he actually been sick and struggling a lot this uh, week in Brest. Uh, so maybe that's, uh, again, as we talked about earlier, these things where you have less expectations to yourself mm. uh, because you have some uh, issues. Mm. It makes you actually perform better because you're more relaxed. So very good for for Philip, and uh, yeah, I'm super happy for him. And now he's back into to top three hundred. And uh, I I I would like to bring up. Do you think? Uh, uh, of course, we have talked about it before, but but Barivi is playing more doubles now. He's doing really well in doubles, and I I think he he's focusing on that. Uh, Durasovic have had an amazing year doubles wise as well. Uh, should he maybe plan some some tournaments with the doubles in mind or not yet? No, no, no. He's no. from '97. Uh, we trying to just made his as we talked about last week, made his best results in challenger level and singles last week. So I think for him it's just a matter of getting some matches, getting free accommodation, and get some money. All right, and, and uh, of course a title that he will always have on his uh, CV for the rest of his life. Title so, is a title. It's always amazing, I think. And talking about doubles, uh, Andre Jorazon reached semifinal in Las Vegas, uh, and we sometimes we forget Andre because he's so uh, so high ranked. I don't know, but uh, he he haven't really made so many results the last couple of months, but but now he reached the semifinal in the challenger in in vegas uh and uh yeah maybe he's on the right track playing this week in charlottesville again uh with the, the same partner this guy i can't pronounce ben mclachlan very good yeah no not but very also good, but... linus you have to say to um, to uh, andres uh, defense that he's been playing on the hp level and this yeah. is on challenge level so of course it's not unusual that you play three atp tournaments in a row and you lose first or second round i think it's it's normal people cannot from the outside and that's what we are here for because we should be the one that could guide people with with uh, about tennis and i mean you cannot expect people to to win uh, every time on on any level they are playing at and that's no. also why if we ju- jump on to the next results mm. why this is so insane and and people have to understand how how good he is this guy that i share a name with and how impressive it is that he's been winning yeah uh, nine matches in a row on atp level and actually yeah. before only lost one out of five so yeah. i mean it is, we're, of course, Holger Rone that is playing yeah. final now. Against yeah, but, 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 but before you continue, is there any any guy in Denmark named Rune Rune? No, 
No, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. continue. At yeah. least for people now, I can say it's a size, very short size story. Now it's much easier for people to yeah uh, pronounce my name. So that's very good. I'm I'm thankful thankful for that, uh, Holger. Uh, no, but it is amazing. And now he's playing uh, final against uh, Felix Adieu, uh, mm -hmm. right? As we are recording, and I mean, no matter whether it's a win or will be a runner up here. It's amazing to reach a final at 500 level in the age of 19 and go into top 20 in the world. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't have any more words to say. I will just say, uh, yeah, amazing and well done, Anneke, Lars and, and Holger. Yeah, all the credits to... to, uh, to how much do you think uh, Patrick Moratoglu have uh, been affected this uh, these results? Of course, now he has not uh, lost a match with uh, with Patrick in his ringside. So, of course, it would be very easy to say that he had a, a big impact. But I think, which also was mentioned by by um, my player, he said that I he thinks that because Patrick is in the ringside, he respects Patrick a lot more. And he that makes him uh, focus more. And that makes him uh, control himself in his outburst to his team. Yeah. Uh, so I think that actually that his presence in the in the ringside makes Holger focus more because if it was just Lars and Annika that he's used to, when things not going so well score wise, he would start screaming and yelling, and that has been a lot better here yeah. now where Patrick is there. Yeah, that, that's a good take. That's a good point for 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 sure. Uh, but I, I I don't know. Maybe that's right. But we will also we can it will also be interesting to see what happens when some uh, when he's losing some match or or when things are going against him if he still can control himself uh, uh, or or not in that case uh, because up till now he has been winning uh, so so then it's a little bit easier I guess uh, but but uh, yeah that that will be will be super interesting uh, to see uh, another. Um, uh, Danish player, uh, we have uh, Clara Tausen, who made a sort of comeback uh, this uh, this week in uh, Poitiers, France, eighty thousand tournament, uh, or I don't know comeback, but 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 she she have had a tough year, struggling with with some injuries, and she haven't played for one and a half months, uh, and this week she lost in the semifinal against Petra Marcinku, uh, and it was a little weird uh, scoreline. Uh, winning first set uh, six three, losing second set six one, and down two one in the third set when retiring, due to some bad calls uh, from the umpires. Uh, how's the talk in Denmark about this, Rune? Yeah, actually, I haven't uh, talked to neither Clara or to uh, Søren about this, uh, so actually, I don't know so much about it. I just uh, saw it and and read it, and yeah, I mean, uh, apparently, uh, Clara was already from the beginning of the match uh, complaining or had the troubles, and also in the second set there was uh, some balls where she yeah could not understand how the ball could get uh, called in or out. Um, and then uh, apparently in the third set, it was too much for her. And then she didn't want to continue. Uh, you as a coach, what do you think about uh, that uh, retirement uh, reason? I think no, it's, first of all, very, very, I think it's very difficult for anybody to answer this, uh, Linus, when you are not there. Because mm -hmm. as, as you know, uh, each tennis match has its own uh, dynamic. Yeah. Uh, and each tennis match has also its own um, outtake. So I think if you haven't been there and you haven't understood uh, yeah, uh, the flow in the match, it's very difficult because everybody, of course, including myself, would say it's it's a lousy uh, reason to retire and you, she should just keep on because it's 2-1. She has plenty of uh, match to go uh, to, to get back and, and she would probably have won over Petra, which that is also a very talented player. But but I think that uh, there must have happened something more, maybe not an insult, but maybe something that the umpire has said to Clara during their argues. So Clara might have thought, okay, this will never change mm. or this will never be better. And then there is no reason to continue. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe. 
uh, yeah, as you say, it's it, that's tough to to say when you're not there. Uh, if if she if what we read is correct that there was a lot of obvious bad calls, then then I, in some way I can I like that she she puts uh, like makes a statement that enough is enough. Uh, but yeah, it yeah. must have and been really obvious in that case. Uh, of course, I mean Clara is also an emotional player, similar to Holger, similar to any any young player that wants to go up and and accomplish the world of tennis. But I also think that she is quite reasonable mm. uh, in terms of uh, what she expects from others, but also what she expects from herself. So I'm sure that she will not retire uh, knowing that she could uh, win the, the match. She's simply retiring because she is so either mad or mm. annoyed or mm. frustrated about uh, these uh, happenings. So she sees no, um, no uh, reason to continue. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see. Uh, before we move into the, the junior Sarun, uh, I will move quickly outside of the Scandinavian tennis because there was a result this week that I think was really amazing. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I follow the women's tennis sometimes a little bit more than the men's. Uh, Emily Appleton won the 25K tournament in uh, Great Britain. And she went from, from qualifying uh, all the way. So, so she won seven matches in a row. And the fantastic thing is that the first time this year she, she passed the first round in the main was two weeks ago. Uh, in the middle of October, she passed the first round in main for the first time in singles. And the two weeks later, she, she won a title. I think that's really amazing. And it shows how quick things can change in tennis. Uh, and uh, I don't know uh, Emily at all, but, but if you hang in there, there's always a chance to turn things around. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, so I just wanted to, to tell, uh, tell you guys about this. Um, and I don't know if it had probably happened before and, and in the men's as well, but uh, yeah, pre pretty cool, I think. Uh, Good. There's more, more from Scandinavia. Is uh, it on the pro on the pro service? Yes. Okay, is. let's go. We had a semi-final in M25 in Tallahassee for men's last week with Norwegian uh, Davis Cup player. We can call him, but he's also in college, so of course he cannot play every time. Uh, he is, uh, yeah, he was a very promising junior, um, and then he went to college. But now he also starts re showing results on the pro circle, and it's it is Andrea Petrovic that oh, reached hey. the semifinal at home soil. A little bit similar, like Ole Valin, that we had a couple of goals. Um, their college is hosting an international tournament. They are playing. They are in the middle of the season. They have no pressure. They have no expectations, and they, I could say, probably overperform a little bit. But mm -hmm. it also shows that if they can keep the momentum up maybe they have a shot after college to 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 make a a, a decent uh, pro career yeah okay okay i had missed that one so so very good you you put that in uh cool so should we go to the the juniors uh yes you know, and uh, there we have to start with a guy that we have forgot to mention and i think he deserves it uh, a lot because he's been doing very well. I don't know him uh, personally, but of course I follow because he's from Scandinavia and he's from uh, Finland. And it is Otso Matikanen that last week won grade five in Finland in Nestola. And this week reached final in Viomakia grade four. And last week he also won doubles uh, in the boys. So that is very, very good for Otso. And I think that he is now highest ranked, uh, he is for sure highest ranked uh, uh, junior in uh, in 2006 in uh, in Scandinavia. So that's very positive. I think he will go over Nikolai now in uh, in ranking after this week. Uh, normally, uh, I can see here that he actually won a tournament J5 in Nastola earlier this year uh, as well. Yeah, last week. Last week he won. No, and no, then no. again... And he also won in, in March. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that he had a semi-final in Hanko in Finland. So normally, Rune, uh, what do you normally say when these results happens? Then you say that, well, he performs on home soil, but let's see what happens outside of your own country. Of course, that's what I say. But again, this is a guy that we cannot have. I mean, uh, we also have to be reasonable to, to, to people. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, this guy is 2006 uh, and he has not um, 
like uh, shown uh, super super steps in an early age. Uh, I think he's just very good nationally, and now he's starting to moving a little bit. So hopefully, uh, hopefully within the, the next two years, he can play at Junior Slam uh, either quali or, or main draw. Um, that would be interesting. Yeah. But I think it's good that Finland uh, is coming up with with some juniors because most of the time when we speak here, it's Swedish. It's Danish girls or it's uh, uh, yeah uh, Norwegian players and actually mainly Swedish and Danish on the junior. Uh, so I think it's very good that we have Otsu now and maybe we can even get Otsu to join the podcast uh, someday. That would be fun. And we can also mention that Otsu uh, uh, beat Tom Noltorp from Sweden in the semifinal. And we had a full uh, winning team from Sweden in the doubles. Tom Noltorp and Albert Videl won that, uh, that title. And on the girls' side, we had a full Swedish final in doubles. Uh, Bella Berkvist Larsson together with Isabella Svan beat Bayralio and Tilda Hesslerid. Uh, but in the singles, there was no Swedes uh, going deep, but Karina Sirtveit from Norway uh, <laughs> reaching the semifinal. Uh, there was a full Great Britain final, by the way, in, in that uh, draw. Uh, but yeah, and also we have to, to say that it's, I mean, I think it's very important to, to compete internationally as a, as a junior. I think it, it gives you a lot of experience. Of course, it should not be for any cost. But if you have a tournament in your neighbor country, I think it's it's very good to 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 try to play, even that you are not uh, a contender to win the tournament or that you have uh, the level to to go on and play uh, junior grand slams. Mm. I think it's very valuable. And many of the players that I talked to that never reached any anything in junior, they still tell me about one of the best memories was actually the trips or the uh, going to a new place to mm. play an international tournament. That is something uh, many, many tennis players remember when they get older. So mm. I think that is uh, actually uh, valuable as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I totally uh, agree with that. Uh, do we have any other junior results uh, to, to cover this week? No? Nothing more? No? But... Uh... Yeah, an amazing week for, for Scandinavian tennis, uh, for, for sure. May, maybe the best week this year. Uh, it depends on how we count, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, Of course, I mean, the Casper's final in two Grand Slams is, of course, much higher than any other resource. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it depends how, how you count, uh, uh, Linus. That, 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 that's, uh, that's definitely true. Uh, Rune, uh, should we do some, uh, we haven't done it for a couple of weeks, but uh, I would like to know which this week's biggest surprise have been for you. I mean, I will not say it's a surprise because I knew it was on its way, but this is a very positive, uh, yeah, you can say surprise or very positive uh, impact. I'm super, super happy to see Clara back on court co competing again. That was uh, a very positive uh, surprise for me. Do you think she will get uh, back on a higher ranking pretty quick or will it take some time? No, if he, she stays fit and she's competing, she will, uh, because her level is... Uh, untalkable, uh, good enough uh, for, for the highest level. Okay. Uh, this week's biggest waste of time then? Yeah. It's, That's a it's tough a one this week. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I think it's, it is, a, how can I say? Um, I think it was uh, a shame for, for Kaiser Hinnemann that she could not uh, play this week in, uh, in, in, in UK after she hit, uh, had good momentum in the previous week and was going out to, to play uh, her, her hardcore swing. So I hope that she's uh, recovering soon and uh, ready again uh, to, to play, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. already next week. Definitely. Uh, but that was not a waste of time, though. Uh, if you get sick, you get sick. But but uh, of course, of course. Uh, but still, I mean, it has nothing to do with, with Kaiser because everybody can get sick. But I will still say it's a little bit of maybe not a waste yeah, of time I, I but or whatever to fly, to fly to another country, prepare and then uh, not be able to compete. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, this week's stroke of genius. Yeah, I I think maybe uh, we can say that, it, but it's not this week, but now it paid off. But I think that uh, that Vich, uh, Otto Virtanen and Viktor Dorasevich found each other for doubles and have such a good uh, chemistry and have such a good uh, yeah relation and uh, is, is a bit of a yeah, strike of genius. 
Uh, th that's true. And uh, what should we keep an eye on uh, on the upcoming week? Yeah, I mean, I think for for the for the men's, it's very obvious that it's the last HP tournament in uh, in this year's calendar, uh, besides the the Masters and uh, next gen. So I think that everybody should uh, should uh, look uh, closely to to Paris and see see how it goes. Uh, then I think it, it's quite interesting to to see if uh, if for example uh, many of these guys that are around two fifty to two eighty now is making the cut for Australian Open. There's a lot of hunting and I expect many, both women's and men's players to be playing all the way into December, even their high rank to get enough points to secure the spot in the quality. What date is the cut or the uh, acceptance? Yeah, it's middle middle of uh, of December. So it is when everything is, is done more or less. Okay. Should we also mention maybe the unbelievable bad luck uh, Sofia Samavati uh, had this week when she yeah. she retired 5-4 uh, up in the first round in Great Britain uh, down maybe 4-5 uh, okay I, uh, maybe uh, but anyway uh, in the first first set uh, with the uh, Achilles uh, I I haven't I don't know exactly I think it broke but, but I'm not sure. She's out for eight to 10 months from what I heard. Uh, and that's uh, that's really tough for Sofia with the ranking 274, uh, hunting the, the Grand Slam uh, in, in Australia. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, but but obviously now it's... it's it's uh, If she's out for so long, it's, it's tough. Uh, it's very tough. But also, yeah, um, I hope she will cover. I hope she's around uh, good people that can support her because... This is, of course, a major setback after an incredible year where yeah. she, as you said, uh, reached 2, uh, 270, starting the year 720. So I would say, of course, amazing year, but this can be a setback. And of course, um, nobody knows uh, how serious it is. Hopefully she's uh, ready before the 8 mm. to 10 months. But um, in worst case, maybe it's uh, yeah, it's um, it's uh, the, the step back for the, for the career also. Uh, we, we, we wish uh, Sofia all the best for sure and uh, and uh, yeah hope to see her, her back uh, back next year again and uh, like you said she had an amazing uh, year uh, hopefully she, she, she will come back uh, again uh, but yeah uh, Rune uh, I would like to know do you think maybe in the future we can have uh, we will have two top uh, top uh, eight players in the men's masters uh, with the Rude and Holger maybe already next year i think we will we will uh, i don't know with next year but yeah we will for sure for sure for sure i think the the level uh, Holger now we go back to him talking a little bit about him again uh, um, i think the level that i have seen uh, from here from the from the screen uh, two or three weeks in a row has been, yeah, uh, very, very promising. Very promising. And, uh, and another player this week that performed really well, uh, Philip Barjevi. Will he win his first uh, challenger title in double uh, very soon? I think he will get one at least before he retires, for sure. <laughs> before he retires. <laughs> I was thinking maybe this year, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, okay. Not yet. <laughs> Depends what he plays. No, no. Yeah, yeah. But um, what I mean is that he will for sure be be good enough to to compete at this level uh, regularly. Uh, we like that. Uh, Rune, uh, we have an uh, interesting guest uh, waiting for us. Uh, we, we can say who it is. It's Martin uh, Kilimose from uh, the head of tennis at KB in uh, in Denmark. And we will talk a little bit about the uh, the league tennis coming up in, in uh, Denmark and uh, also a bit about the KB as a club, uh, uh, a club that both Holger Rune and Clara Tausen is representing. Uh, so an interesting chat with, with Martin coming up. So we will let him on and uh, uh, you and me will uh, talk you through, talk you listeners through the results next week again. So uh, stay tuned and uh, Martin Kilimose, here he comes. This meeting and is now we are joined by Martin Kilemuse, uh, the head of tennis at KB. Welcome to the podcast, Martin. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Uh, Martin, uh, if we can start with what's, what is your role and how does your uh, job look like on a daily basis at the KB? 
Um, on a daily basis, I'm uh, mostly behind my computer. Um, I have been head of uh, KB for, for nearly three years now. Um, and uh, obviously I am part of uh, the tennis structure, um, how we use our resources uh, in terms of uh, coaching staff, um, money, uh, courts, um, and um, yeah, we are, we are trying to, to do the best, uh, the best we can in terms of our talent program, but, uh, but of course uh, also for, for the rest of our members. Um, so, so we're trying to, to create a lot of events, a lot of tournaments, um, a lot of organized training for, for all of our members. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, uh, that is um, my daily job. All right. And uh, yeah, we, we will talk mostly about the, the league here, but uh, for, for a club like KB, what, what's, the, what's the vision for the club? Do you want to be an, an elite club and uh, produce players to, to the top? Or, or is it more for, for the, uh, the general tennis players? It's an extreme good question. Um, <laughs> I think uh, most... Um, most tennis players in Denmark know knows KB uh, for for the results, uh, for the tradition, um, for the many years we have been part of uh, of the top in uh, in Danish tennis. Um, our vision is obviously to 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 stay uh, on top in terms of results, but but uh, but my my daily job is to to find the right balance between getting results for for. For our juniors, for for our best teams and uh, and and our best seniors uh, traveling uh, the world on a, on a weekly basis, but but of course to, to find the right balance between those uh, those players, which is um, in in a KB context is a very small group, um, to find the right balance for that group and then other segments um, of of KB is is extremely important in terms of improving. Uh, not only our talent program, but also for for other segments of um, of the members. Uh, we are close to uh, between uh, 2,200 and 2,300 uh, members, mm. and and if you look at our talent program, that's um, that's a very small amount of of members which takes part of of the talent program. So so finding the right balance between the elite or talent, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, to to other segments, uh, meaning beginners, uh, seniors, whatever we have, uh, we have members from from three years old up to eighty five. So mm. so finding the right balance in terms of how we prioritize uh, prioritize our courts, uh, coaching uh, coaching staff, and so on is is extremely important. Yeah. It's not always easy to find the balance, I guess. No, no. I mean, I, I guess that is probably the, the toughest part of, of my job, uh, which is um, something I am very aware about. Um, so so it, is, it, it takes a lot of time to, to in my uh, opinion, finding the right uh, balance. Um, maybe some disagree. I think I'm in a position where I can make everybody happy, uh, which it is simply impossible. But, but trying to be as uh, nice, as polite uh, to, to anybody, no matter their, their level on the tennis court, is, um, is, my finest, um, is my finest job. Yeah, I think you're doing a great job, Martin. So I can say that from the outside, <laughs> Thank you want it. amazing job. So, so don't be so humble. <laughs> oh. uh, Rune, uh, welcome to, to this chat, uh, first of all. <laughs> uh, yeah, shoot about the league. Yeah, because we are here, of course, mostly because we want to hear uh, Martin's thoughts and and view on on the upcoming indoor Danish league that started actually this weekend. Some matches were played yesterday in the first round, and some matches will be played today. Uh, so yeah, how do you see it this indoor season, uh, Martin? And and what is uh, yeah uh, your goals and the club's goals for for this upcoming season? Um, I think um, in in continuation of what I said before, with with the tradition that we have uh, in terms of results at KB, um, we are aiming for for the gold. Uh, that is uh, the goal every single season for for our club. Um, we know it is very tough. We have some uh, 
we, we are up against uh, very good uh, opponents uh, every year. Um, but but uh, obviously we, uh, we, we, are, we are going for the gold. Uh, that is the mentality that we have. We, uh, we don't succeed every time. Um, but, uh, but, but that is our goal uh, before every season. Uh, and that goes for both our, our men and, and women's team. Um, but, but I mean, I think uh, the league um, is improving in terms of level. Uh, I think we see more and more clubs investing uh, in finding good players, um, not only Danish players, but also Swedish, um, German, French players. Um, which um, I think is a shift. If we turn back the time five, ten years, it was mostly Danish players we we saw participating in the in the Danish league. But but now nowadays uh, we have seen Gier, um for for many years being very successful, uh, winning the the outdoor titles, uh, the title two times. Um, so so that's just one example of of teams uh, investing uh, not only in Danish players but also in foreigners. Do you think that's a good thing, Martin, that uh, clubs are investing in players from abroad instead of putting the money on developing Danish juniors, for example? I think it's, um, it's a very tough question uh, because I think it's, um, it's two-sided. Um, in my view, with my, um, with, 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 with my job at, at KB, um, I would never do it that way uh, because we are a club with um, a club investing a lot in our talent program and a lot in um, in in the juniors and and the seniors that we have. So so for me, I would always uh, put my own players first. Mm. Uh, that being said, uh, we have used foreigners before. Um, most likely, we will at some point use foreigners again. But I would always prefer um, playing with uh, with my own, if uh, if I can put it that way, with with my own players, yeah. uh, Danish uh, players that are um, including in our uh, daily training. Um, sometimes we have a lot of players traveling around. Uh, Rune, he's he's a coach of Eric. Eric is a is a very important um, guy in in our men's team. Um, so, so, but he's traveling a lot. So obviously we cannot use uh, Eric in, in all of our matches. Mm. We have um, Rebecca Mortensen traveling a lot. We have Johannes Ingilsen. We have Benjamin Hannesdal, Elmar Müller. We have a lot of good players investing in their own career, which is a very important step for, for them to improve. Mm. Um, and that comes uh, to some extent before uh, them participating in, in the Danish league. So, so I mean, from time to time, I will all I, I could put in a, a German player or a Swedish player. We have done that with Markus Eriksson uh, from time to time uh, in in our lineup. Um, but I mean, for, from from uh, from my seat, it is um, it's not necessarily a bad thing because the level in in the league um, has improved a lot. Uh, I think uh, there is a big interest uh, not only in uh, in the four biggest club, but also if you go to Give, if you go to now Sönderborg are investing in, in some German players, uh, which creates some sort of uh, local hype around the team. I think that's, uh, from, from that perspective, I think it's a positive thing, but I think it's extremely important that um, every club uh, taking part of Elite Division should um, should tell themselves why are they using the, the the players that they are and and what can they um, what can they do for the club and what can they do for the team? Um, so I'm not here to judge if you do it uh, the way we are or or, or not, uh, but I'm just saying that I think it's important that we are true to 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 what we are doing on a on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. But Martin, now we I mean now you mentioned a lot of things mm -hmm. about. The, the level and the players and the uh, sportsly uh, yeah uh, compound about the team match. What is you and Kobe doing to to make it more widely in terms of not only the level but also the hosting the matches, uh, mm. trying to make uh, elite division a bigger product uh, product outside mm. of uh, just the inner circle of tennis in Denmark. I, I think that is um, 
that has been a big issue for for, for the league for many years. Um, but I actually believe that that is one of the thing, uh, one of the things that um, has improved the last uh, year or two. Um, for instance, yesterday we we had uh, both our men and women playing at the same time uh, on on two courts. Uh, we had um, free lunch. Um, we had one of our sponsors coming with uh, with glasses. Uh, we we have we, we are doing a, a few things to to make it more interesting and to create some sort of uh, local hype around these these matches. Um, but that is also something that I'm seeing in, in other clubs. I think Givi is probably the, the, the best uh, case uh, in terms of uh, full stance every time they, they play at home uh, with, with the whole local community uh, supporting uh, every Saturday. Um, and, and I could see in, in Cernobor yesterday, they, they had a, a big crowd with more than 100 people, which is uh, quite good for, for the elite division. Um, so I think a lot of clubs are investing not, not, not only in, in players and, and so on, but also in, in how you can create the, the right facilities and the, the right surroundings for, to, to make it more interesting. Um, and, and I think especially if you, you take um, the playoffs that, that we have uh, seen the last uh, couple of years, I think that's, um, that, is, uh, that has been very good uh, with a lot of uh, attention, uh, a lot of uh, good players um, and a, a lot of good initiatives from, from all of the clubs uh, participating. So you feel that the, it's a positive process the whole yeah. uh, concept and the whole product uh, elite division is moving in from just today than like five or eight years ago, you would say. Definitely, but but I I believe that that there are still things to to improve. Um, I think um, to some extent, I think we we I mean we we play a lot of matches. Uh, we have uh, now eight clubs in in the elite division. Um, is that too many? Uh, it might be. Uh, it's it's a lot of weekends. Uh, it's a it's a lot of uh, tennis. It's a lot of work for 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 the coaches uh, that are also having junior uh, team matches. Uh, on the other hand, I think it's a good thing that we now see Sønderborg uh, taking part of elite division. We have seen Giu. We have seen Aarhus uh, 1900. Aarhus They took part of the playoff uh, last uh, last year indoors. So I think it's 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 a good thing for for tennis that that Julian and and Fun also are, are participating in the best league, um, and I think that is in, important if we take it on the big scale and and talk uh, a little bit wider than just the elite division. But if we take uh, tennis as a whole, I think it's important that we we see the best players also participating uh, from from Julian and and Fun in in elite division. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, it, it, from from outside, I, I don't know exactly how, how it works in, in Denmark, but uh, you have the league both uh, during the winter and in the summer, and you said it's eight teams in, in the winter now. For me, it sounds like it's it's a lot of uh, days, it's a lot of weekends if we yes. want the best players to participate. Uh, if, yeah. if, if we think that they also are professional players playing on the exactly. tour. Uh, and, it, I, and I... Yeah. I, I agree, and that is um, from from my chair uh, having a lot of uh, a lot of good Danish uh, seniors, especially in the in the men's team. I mean, we also have some of the best in in, in the women's team, but they are mostly juniors. Uh, maybe not traveling as much as uh, as Eric, uh, Johannes, and and Elma, Benjamin, uh, and so on. Um, but um, it is a lot of weekends, and and our issue is that obviously we. We wanna um, uh, embrace our players to to travel a lot, uh, which makes us vulnerable in terms of team matches, um, because we have uh, seven seven matches, uh, seven weekends during the year uh, during the season. Then we have a playoff weekend, meaning that we have sixteen weekends uh, on a yearly basis uh, with with team matches. It is a lot, uh, especially if you have uh, players traveling uh, the world. So um, so it is a it is a lot of uh, coordination. Um, we have done that for for quite some some years now, and I actually think it's it, it's working quite well. Uh, in my opinion, we we should might uh, we might should um, 
take uh, one or two teams away, away from the elite division. But um, yeah, that's not my choice. Okay, okay. Uh, my decision. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, in, in the KB, you, uh, you have both uh, both Denmark's top players uh, representing your, your club, uh, Holger and, and Clara. What does that mean for, for KB uh, to have them playing for, for your club? It, it means a lot. Uh, I mean, uh, having Clara and, and Holger uh, around our facilities uh, from time to time when, when they are home, uh means a lot for 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 the coaching staff um means a lot for our juniors uh means a lot for our members in in general um we are very much aware of Clara and Holger not being home a lot uh but when they are um making autographs or hitting a few balls with the juniors means the world um i mean they I mean, now we have Clara. She has been through a very tough uh, period with the with injuries. Um, uh, luckily, she's uh, she's back now playing playing tournaments. Uh, but she has been uh, at KB for 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 some time now, um, uh, practicing with the with me and 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 some of our juniors uh, with Jacob with uh, Anna Skrenasliu. Um and she's I mean, she being around um, on a on a Monday afternoon, um, saying hi to our juniors, uh, saying hi to whatever, hitting some balls is extremely important um, for, for for the culture. Yeah. Uh, will will they play any any matches in the league? Uh, that is a very good question, and uh, of, exactly. I mean, that is uh, something I'm not gonna say anything about. No, I mean, um, obviously they they are they are traveling so much, and and when they don't play uh, tournaments, they are they are they are training very hard. Um, it is nowhere near their priority to 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 play team matches. Um, both of them are, are willing to play if it fits in in their calendar. Um, now Holger, he's playing the final in in Basel, which is a 500 event. Um, I I mean, going from the final in in Basel and then playing uh, on Österbro next weekend against the uh, Betrayal Femmes, it's uh, it's pretty far. Even though they they have a very strong team, um, I mean, um, it is very doubtful that that he's gonna he's gonna play. But uh, I mean. Um, hopefully one day uh, it uh, it fits uh, in their calendar and they will they will play. I mean, Clara she has uh, participating a few a few times uh, a few years ago. Um, she joined the team that that won uh, the outdoor uh, championship in I think it was in nineteen in in HIK, uh, beating Hassan in the final and and she played the the first single which was a, a great effort from from the team and her so i mean they they are willing to play but i think it's doubtful that we will see them uh, participating in the nearest future okay okay uh, from from the outside well i i'm i'm from sweden sitting in sweden uh, it, it can look like the tennis in Denmark might be better than ever with the success of, of Holger and and Clara for example is tennis better than ever in Denmark? Would you say? That's uh, that's a tough just, question again. A very tough question. I mean, if 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 you look at the results, uh, the last uh, fifteen or twenty years, we have uh, been been fortunate with with uh, Karolina Wojnarowski doing so well for so many years, winning a Grand Slam, which is uh, simply amazing for a country like us. Yeah. Uh, not not only are we a very small country, uh, yes. we are also a very small tennis nation, uh, with uh, without the the biggest traditions uh, compared to 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 other countries uh, around us. Mm. Um, but but now having Klar and Holger not even twenty years old, uh, Holger now is um, very close to to top twenty, if if not a top twenty player. Clara, she's. I mean, she, she's so good. She has been away now for, for six months, but her level is so high. So if she continues and if she keeps getting uh, healthy, uh, she will also be in the, in the top, I'm sure, within a, a year or two. Yeah. Um, so, so in terms of that, tennis in Denmark is <laughs> in a very good place. And I guess 
Um, most of the Nordic countries are very jealous uh, for for Denmark to have Clara and Holger uh, being taking part of uh, the, the the top elite in the world. Um, I think um, there are a lot of um, a lot of things that we can do even better. Uh, how we train um, our culture, um, how we um, put on a, a professional setup for, for our players, how we coach. I mm-hmm. think we can definitely improve. Um, I think uh, all of us can. And that's what we're working on on a, on a daily basis. I know the Federation are, are working a lot, uh, how they can improve the, the, uh, uh, their role uh, as, a, as a Federation, but also how they uh, travel with, uh, with the best players, both the Davis Cup and Fed Cup players. So I think we are in a good place. I think there's a lot of things we should do even better. Uh, but, um, but I think we, 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 we do quite well. Yeah. Uh, as the big, biggest club in Denmark, would you say that your, your communication and cooperation with the, the Federation is working well? Yeah, actually, I think we have a very good communication with the Federation. Um, uh, they also have uh, they have training uh, three times a week with the best players, men's and women um in in denmark in total then they they practice at kb two times a day three times a week um and uh, we have frederick nielsen uh, our davis cup captain uh, who is now uh, a full-time coach at the at the federation which mm. i think is uh is uh it's a boost for for not only um the federation but for for the for for, for the danish tennis uh in, in uh, as a whole um so so i think with the experience that he has uh because of his career the many years on tour um and the the person he is i think he is uh, he's the right man in in charge of of the the daily uh, the, the daily training uh, at kp so so i think our communication um is is very good um but again uh, we can always do better and that's uh that's what we try to to do every morning, uh, to do even better than than what we did yesterday. And I think um, right now we are, we are in a in a good place. Sounds good, Runa. Do you have something else you, you want to ask Martin before we wrap it up? No, it's been very good, Martin, and hear his uh, insight of uh, yeah, of course KB, but uh, mostly important also about the upcoming uh, indoor season. So yeah, I just want to thank Martin and yeah, appreciate he he took the time. Should should we end it with asking Martin if there will be gold for a KB in this league? What do you think, Martin? If there is a goal, if you no, if if you will win the men's and or the women's league this year. I mean, um, we we actually won the title uh, both uh, for for the men's and women's team uh, last indoor season. So. Um, so let's uh, let's say that we we go for the same we aim, we aim for the same as as we we did last year. Um, so so let's hope we win we win both uh, titles. That sounds good. Thank and you. And then yeah. if if that happens, Linus, we invite Ma- uh, Martin again to another follow up. But if <laughs> they don't win, we never invite Martin again. Ooh, All right. <laughs> Martin, thank you That's so much. For, thank you so Thanks much for having for me. Us. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this week. And I hope you enjoyed the chat with Martin. Thank you so much for for joining in. And uh, yeah, the action continues even next week. As we know, tennis is a whole year-round sport with uh, results coming in 52 weeks a year. So stay tuned and talk to you soon again.